Hello there, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. Um, today's question for you. Have you ever had an important goal that you wanted to reach, something that you wanted to achieve, and you just didn't do it? And maybe you even know that you had the, all the capacity to actually achieve it, but you didn't follow through. Um, that's what we're going to be talking about today of following through, meeting our goals, and how can we do it more, setting ourselves up for better success. But we're going to be talking about it in relation to canine fitness. But I will let you know that a lot of what I'm going to talk about applies not just to fitness. It can apply to a lot of things when it comes to goal setting. Um, if you're here joining me live, thank you so much. Um, if you're watching us live, we're um, coming up to the end of the year. And I'm seeing everybody setting all kinds of, you know, planning for the new year, planning for the upcoming year. Um, I'm sure a lot of people out there are setting, thinking about New Year's resolutions. And um, I want you to be successful that you're not one of the many that set up goals and you're super motivated for just a couple of weeks and then everything disappears. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about that and I'm gonna give you some specific uh, support when it comes to canine fitness. So, hey Kim, thank you for joining me. Yeah, you guys, when you're coming in, come in and say hello so I know that you're here. Um, a lot of times I get a lot of viewers, a lot of people lurking, but I'd love to actually hear from you and let, uh, find out where you're from. Um, I'd love to know what kind of goals you're setting for the upcoming year. If this is your first time here joining me, um, welcome, welcome. Let me just give a quick introduction. My name is Erica Bowling. I am the owner and founder of Northeast Canine Conditioning. Uh, I love helping people take their sport dogs and working dogs and turning them into elite canine athletes. And I also like helping people on the business side of things and growing and expanding their business and uh, doing innovative things to stay motivated. And uh, sometimes that does bring in canine fitness, but I also help people in a lot of other ways. Um, today we're going to be, I will be talking a little bit about business. The goal setting definitely can apply for business, but I do have some resources specific for canine fitness to help you here. So the first thing I'm going to do is I have a, a brochure for you. It's called the Canine Fitness Planning Guide. Um, I've updated it. Uh, I shared this a year ago and maybe it's been more than a year, but I actually updated it. I revised a few questions. And if you are watching me live, I'm going to, um, I will put it in the comment box. Let's see. Actually, it's not showing up on my page. Mm -hmm. Tell you what I'm going to do. Hey, Kim, you're watching me, right? Kim, if you're still here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you the link for the planning guide. And could you, um, can you just post? Put that link up oh, here. It, it, it did pop up. Here we go. I was trying to find us on the on 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 the live. I'm going to put the link here underneath the live video. And okay, I just posted it. So um, actually, uh, Kim Kim just shared it. I posted it. Kim, thank you for sharing. Hold on one second. For the planning guide. And I'm watching this live you, at the same time. Um, can you Hold just on post, one second. Put that link. Oh, here. It, it, it did pop up. Here we go. I was trying to. All right. Kim, I put that link underneath where you shared the video. Um, I can't get on the actual video. Can you share that link for me? That would be awesome. But uh, the Canine Fitness Planning Guide, if you go in and just put in here, I have it on the screen. I'll enlarge it for you so you guys can see it a little bit easier. It's the Canine Fitness Planning Guide. Um, put in your email address, and what it will do is it will um, it will send an email, 
and you will download the planning guide. It's about four or five pages long, and it's it might, depending on your internet connection, it might be a little, here we go, I'm gonna post it again. It might be a little slow to download. So I just posted it um, underneath the live video. So um, just so you know, give it time, and if it looks like it's not opening up, go check your downloads. If you have any problem at all, just just put a comment saying, you know, send me the guide and I'll get it to you. Um, but I'm going to refer to that um, in, in a little bit. We're not going to jump right into the guide, but I did want to have that available for you. But it's the Canine Fitness Planning Guide. So um, make sure you down, download that. I'm going to be referring to that in a little bit, but not right now. So that is a resource for you. So I'm going to give you a couple different examples of what I'm doing and how I'm setting some goals for fitness. And I'm actually setting goals for canine fitness and also fitness for myself. Um, because I like to um, go running and do things with my dog. So I'm going to give you some examples about setting goals and very strategic things you can do um, to be to, to, to be more successful in reaching your goals. Then what I'm going to do after I give you some tips on how to be successful in setting and reaching your goals, I'm going to walk you through some components of the Canine Fitness Planning Guide. And what I'm going to do is I am actually going on Sunday. And if you, if you don't catch this live, it will be in my Facebook group. But on Sunday, I'm going to walk you through some actual extra, you know, activities that you can do with that. Um, let, let me put up the name of the group. There's a Facebook group uh, that I run. It's a free Facebook group. It's called Get Fit and Active with Your Dog. Download, download the fitness planning guide. And this coming Sunday at 1130 a.m. Eastern time, I'm going to be talking about um, specific things to do with your dog in different areas of fitness. And so um, if you're not a member of that group, make sure that Facebook group that you request to join. And if you're watching the video replay, if you can't make it live, all you have to do um, after Sunday, Sunday afternoon, is go to my Get Fit and Active with Your Dog group, the Facebook group, click on videos, and you will be able to see the video replay. So I want you to get the Canine Fitness Planning Guide today, but I'm going to talk even in more detail about that on Sunday. Um, so that's what's coming up. But let's look at let's look at our goal setting. Hey, Angie, you guys have any um, goals you're setting for the upcoming year? Thank you, Kim, for posting that. And um, personal, uh, Kim, any, uh, anybody else who is watching, you guys have some goals that you're you're wanting to reach personal, professional, canine fitness wise, um, put it, write it down and let me know. Okay, so here we go. You guys ready? Setting these goals. I'm gonna give you some tips here. Okay, the first tip is you need to have a really clear goal. What does it look like? And be as specific as possible. So for example, if I say I want to exercise my dog more, Okay, that's not real clear. If I say I want to take my dog, my goal is to get on a regular routine of taking my dog um, swimming two times a week. Okay, that's more clear, that's much more clear. So I want you to think about, are you setting goals that are very general? Because if they're too general, that's not gonna help you. The more specific you can be, the better. And then here's the other thing. Here's the other thing, be specific and then you want to visualize. There's a lot of research on visualization, on, on human athletes, on people that are very successful in multiple fields. 
we know visualization can be very powerful. So you want to visualize yourself achieving this goal. So if you visualize your business being a certain level, if you visualize going out and, and winning something and, and, and having this amazing performance with your dog, you want to start visualizing and really be able to see in your mind what that looks like, okay? So, hey, Michael, join, thanks for joining us. What are your goals for the upcoming year? Let us know. So um, Kim said, okay, I want to get rid of um, 35 pounds. So Kim, be more specific if you can. Um, do you have a timeline? Do you have um, some ideas of what, what does that look like, right? So if I say I'm gonna lose these pounds, do you, do you have an idea of what exactly are you going to do? What does it look like? How does it feel? Um, be, be, be more specific, you wanna picture it. So for example, um, one of the things that I wanted to do is, um, here's an example. I'm getting older, we are all getting older, and a lot of times people use the excuse when they gain weight as they get older is that your, your body metabolism is slowing down. How many of you, how many of you have heard that, right? <laughs> right, and so, okay, I weigh more in my 40s because my body metabolism is slower than in my 20s. Well, I read some articles and they're saying that really that's not a good excuse. They said that your body metabolism, it is slowing down, but not significantly significantly enough to warrant all this increased weight gain. Typically, the reason why we're gaining weight is because we're less active. It was either our, our eating habits have changed, right? But as we get older, if our eating habits stay the same, usually we're gaining weight not because we're getting older. We're gaining weight because we're less active. And I know for a fact, you know, I, I'm about five pounds heavier now than I was three years ago, and I, I know I am less active. So, Kim, to give you an example of being more specific, if I say, you know, if I want to learn uh, to lose weight, I have some very specific things in mind. It might be that I'm going to do some fasting, or I might want to go from 10 at night till 10 in the morning, and I'm going to try not to do any eating. Um, or I'm going to um, exercise three days a week. What does that exercise look like? And I, I'm being more specific and visualizing more. What does that look like? So the same with your dog. If you want your dog to be more fit, be more specific. What does it look like? The, the, the more specific, the clearer you can be, the better. Okay. So, um, so here's, I told you I was going to give you some examples. So one of my examples is I want to get more fit and I want my dog to get more fit and we run together. So for me, and, and I want to lose those five pounds, right? <laughs> so, um, so for me, I know that controlling my food and cutting back on food, like I've tried that. I've tried that for the last couple of years. And I need to increase my activity. I know that. I'm not as active as I used to be. So I'm going, so what I'm doing is I'm setting a goal that I want, I'm looking at like, I haven't decided yet, but I'm looking at, I think the distance is going to be a half marathon. And I haven't, I ran, I used to do this years ago, but I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to do a half marathon. I'm, I'm actually looking for what marathon I want to run. See, here, I'm not just saying I want to run a half marathon. I'm actually, I'm thinking about when, I'm thinking about which one do I want to do. And then my goal is, is that as I'm preparing for it, I'm running with my dog. So now I'm getting more active and my dog's getting more active. And you see how much more clear that is? I, I, I can visualize it. I can, I was looking at different races last night. I was watching videos and like, I can visualize myself actually on that course, right? So visualizing, imagining yourself there, what does it look like? 
Um, uh, hey, Carly, thank you for joining us. Carly, let me know what are some of your goals, your personal goals, fitness goals for you and your dog, business goals. Um, that'll be helpful. Um, I see somebody wrote here. I missed it. Here we go. Getting into Candy Cross with Ziva. So Angie, visualize it, picture it. What does it look like? What does it mean to get involved? What does it mean? Be more specific. And that's going to help you be successful. Okay, here's the next thing. You want to choose a goal. This is really important. This is really important. You want to choose a goal that's really going to motivate you. You have to you, you have to be excited about it. Okay? So, while I was looking at some of these races and I'm looking at where they're happening, and they're like in the city or parts of a town that aren't very pretty or in a, in a town that doesn't excite me, I'm not going to set that as my goal. So if I'm going to go running with my dog and I want to get more active, I want to go somewhere that gets me excited. I want to go somewhere that motivates me. Um, I want to be in a beautiful, like on a trail in the woods versus taking him in the city park. Okay. So so I've been spending three days just researching all these places to go running because I'm looking for the places that really excite me. So that motivated, being motivated is really, really important. So let's go back to the canine fitness. So let's say that I, I want to increase my dog's activity level. I want to get my do exercises and get my dog more fit. I want to take my dog out more. I want to take my dog running more. What activity are you doing? You want to do something that's going to be exciting and motivating. So if you hate running, if you absolutely hate running, then setting a big goal of that's all focused on running might not be the best thing. It doesn't mean not to do running, but that's not going to be your main motivating you know, thing that gets you out in the morning and excited. Um, Angie said um, she wants to get 25 to 30 minutes of aerobic exercise with Canny Cross treadmill once it gets warmer and swimming. You want to improve endurance. Good. Getting more specific. Very, very, very good. Michael says we always do visualization before and after judo and karate. Yeah, we know it works. It works. It helps. Visualization is very important. Okay, so we've got what does it look like? Are you doing something? And, and if you're picking something and it's not really exciting you, keep working on it. Like I said, I've been spending, I still don't know exactly where I'm going to run, but I, I'm, I'm like, I'm dedicated. I'm going to find a place that gets me super motivated. And I'm, and, and I'm putting time to figure it out. So set your goals. And if your motivation is getting a little low, spend some time and try to figure out what do you have to do to get that motivation high. Okay. Here's the next one. Know why it's important. And it, knowing why it's important, you know, also connects up with, um, you know, I'll put this fitness guide back up here so you guys remember to download it. Knowing why it's important connects to the motivation. And it, um, and it, it can add motivation. So, for example, here's a, here's a why for me. When I gain weight... I feel it in my lower back. I have herniated discs and I feel it in my lower back and I know that I'm going to feel better. I'm going to feel my body's going to feel better. Um, I feel better mentally and emotionally when I exercise. I know the end results. I'm going to feel so much better. That's, that's a why. For my dog, this is a big thing for my dog. 
my dog um, engages in a lot of different activities and I do protection sports. I do French ring. I do detection work. And some of the work that I do with my dog is very demanding on the body. And my older dog has had injuries and I had to retire him young. And so a big motivating factor for me to take my dog running with me and build his fitness and do strength training and, and really, really start to get more focused on his fitness program is I don't want him injured. I want to be able to do protection work and not be worried he's going to get injured. I don't want to have to retire him young. And that happened to my other dog. So a big motivating factor here is that um, it, it's for his long-term health, but also to prevent injuries so that I can continue doing things I enjoy doing with him. Um, Angie says, I'm not huge on running anymore, but Ziva uh, and seeing, uh, but Ziva is, yes, your dog is, and seeing uh, how happy she is, yeah. So let me tell you this about um, doing the running with Knox is, I, I enjoy running. I, I I don't love running, but I love the way it makes me feel. And when I run with my dog, I enjoy it so much more. Like it, it it's much more motivating for me. So um, so definitely doing these things with your dog can really help boost up that motivation. Um, let's see. Carly said I want to drop. Um, 50 to 60 pounds, uh, getting your dog's endurance up, biking for miles, specific, very, very good. You're getting very specific here. Wanting to, re uh, this is again, um, Carly's great. Carly says she wants to rebuild the rear legs. Um, and then she gives her reasons, right? You're, you're dealing with issues with the dog with arthritis. The muscles already started to deteriorate. So um, honestly, she says, I just want to be able to walk him one and a half to two miles twice a week. You guys, look at Carly's comment. See how detailed and specific she is? Um, that's going to help you achieve your goals rather than just say, I want my dog to be fit. I want to lose weight. Um, more detail. Very, very good. So, um, and, and notice in some of your comments, you're telling me why it's important. Um, Angie wants to do it. And part of the why is also that she, she, she knows her dog loves running and she, she, she knows her dog's going to enjoy it. But there's also benefits for her. So that's the no why. Okay, here's another thing. This is this is important. I see people make mistakes on two ends here. Aim high, but also you want to start start low, meaning you want to set yourself up for success. Um, so let me give you let me give you an example. Let's say that I want to do a half marathon. I haven't done this. I it's been years since I've run these distances. So I think um, I think what I might do is set some races before then that are shorter races, and build up smaller goals to reach up to the half marathon distance. So the idea is have a big goal, you know, push yourself, but set yourself up to to start with small achievements, small successes to get there. So, for example, if you say you want to lose 50 pounds or you want to take your dog bicycling for 10 miles, that's the end goal. But now break it down. It might be, okay, this month I want to lose four pounds this month. Or I want to take my dog running for two miles in the next six weeks. 
So your end goal is to do 10 miles. Your end goal is 50 pounds, but that's your high goal. But start low, set smaller achievable goals to get there. So here's another canine fitness example. Here's another canine fitness example. Let's say that my goal is um, I want to start running my dog and doing strength training and exercising um, him four days a week. But maybe right now I'm, I'm very inconsistent. Sometimes I, do, I might get one day a week. So your big goal might be you know, five days a week, running three miles, bicycling five miles, strength training exercises, but start low. So your, your starting low might be, I'm gonna get him out one day a week for the next two weeks. Then I'm gonna get him out two days a week, three days a week. So start building that up. It's really important to make sure you can see smaller successes, have those smaller successes because it's going to keep you motivated to get the big success. Awesome. Chunk it down. Yes, Michael, chunk it down. <laughs> Definitely, that helps. Okay, here's another thing. Write it down. And we've got research that supports this. Writing it down. Don't just think about it, but actually writing it down is going to be helpful. And let me pull up this guide to, I'm going to pull up another screen and I'm going to show you, um, if you download the guide, give me one second and I will pull it up for you. I'm going to show you in the guide because I created this for you. I'm going to take down the running dog. All right. So this is, um, hold on one second. If you look at the guide, let me pull this up. Here we go. Sorry, I pulled up the wrong one. Here we go. So this is the actual guide once you download it. And what I do, I'll scroll through and I'll show you a little bit here on this guide, what you have on the guide. So at the beginning of the guide, I have you thinking about where are you now with your dog? What's your dog's current fitness level? Okay. And don't feel bad. Just be honest with yourself because um, this is going to help you set your goals. So in that first page of the guide, um, I give a link to your dog's, uh, an assessment of your dog's body weight, your body condition. Is your dog a little overweight? Is your dog underweight? How, how's your dog's body condition? And then I ask you to think about on a scale of one to 10. A 10 is an Olympic level athlete. A one is a dog that is maybe barely moves around. Maybe they're in pain. They can't get around. Maybe they're really overweight. They're not active. They sleep all day. Um, think about on that scale of where is your dog right now? And then some other things that I have in there is think about what are you doing well? And maybe what are some areas that could use improvement? So maybe you're like, gosh, I'm doing really well in um, doing some running in the backyard. But um, I don't, I'm very, in, I'm inconsistent when I do it, right? So kind of think about what, what are you doing now? What's going well? And what are some areas that you know you can use improvement? So this reflective part is really helpful in setting goals that are going to be achievable and also giving you clarity on what you're going to be setting, okay? Then if you look, scroll down, if you download this and scroll down, 
I actually um, give you some areas and some space to write things down. So this is the planning you'll be doing before you set your goals. So where is your dog on that body condition scale? Where is your dog's fitness level? Um, and I ask you, what are you currently doing for endurance? What are you currently doing for strength training? What are you do currently doing for body awareness, stretching, flexibility? Now, here's the thing. A lot of, I know most people, some of these things you're going to be saying, well, I don't really do anything. I don't, I don't do any focused strength training. I don't really focus on cardio. Okay. And if you're not doing it right now, that's okay. Be honest, but realize, bam, this is an area that I can work on. This is an area that I can use for to help me set my goals is maybe I'm doing a lot of cardio, but I'm not doing any stretching with my dog. Maybe I'm doing um, a lot of strength training stuff. Maybe we're doing drag work and resistance training. Maybe we're doing um, a lot of exercises on the fit pause equipment with the core, core strength and shoulder strength. But maybe you're, maybe you're not doing any aerobic activity where your dog's going at a steady pace with the heart rate up for 20 or more minutes. Everybody's going to have areas here that they're strong in and areas that they're weak in. So you want to acknowledge that. So when you're setting your goals, this is going to help you with why are you setting that goal? And also, why is it important? Because you want to have balance with the programs you have with your dog. And, um, and you're not just kind of blindly setting goals. You're being very thoughtful that um, it's something that's strategically fitting into your canine fitness program. And if you don't have a structured program yet, this is a great way to help start to get you on that way. So... So it's one thing, let's go back to the, to the strategy of how to make this happen. So right now, as I'm talking to you guys, uh, in the chat box, in the, in the little discussion area, what are you doing well? And what areas can you improve upon? Can you identify that? I'm sure some of you right now, write it down. So even if you put it in the little chat box, you're writing it down, right? So it's one thing to be thinking about, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that. But what there's something very powerful about writing it down. So, um, so I'm curious if some of you are brave souls there, let us know, what are you doing well? I'll tell you right off what I'm doing well and what I'm not. What are you doing well and what can you improve? Um, I'm doing pretty well on the cardio. Um, I'm getting better in the last, uh, the last three weeks. I was doing a poor job with strength training. So um, I just started getting better over the last couple of weeks, but my strength training um, is, is improving. Um, I would say that an area uh, stretching and flexibility. So I would say I've been doing really well in the cardio. Um, I would say in strength training is next and uh, stretching I, I, oh, and massage. I, I need to do a much better um, thing with massage. So Michael said consistency. Um, Carly says, does walking on the treadmill at an incline count as strength or cardio? Good question. So um, it, it's both. It's both. So there are definitely exercises um, that you do that can qualify as both. So when you're on an incline and you're going up a hill, that's that's strength training. You're, you're using the hindquarters. Um, it, it is cardio, but Carly, here's the thing is how much is your dog getting its heart rate up? Because if your dog, it, it's the variation of the cardio can, can depend on how hard your dog's working. So if your dog's walking on the treadmill, 
but they're, and they're on it walking on an incline and they're kind of doing a nice little brisk walk and they're getting the heart rate up and you're keeping the heart rate up um that that's some good cardio um so some of these exercises definitely can cross over into one or the other but some are are heavier like if i'm um if i'm going really slowly on a steep hill i would put it more strength it's both but the focus would be strength if my focus is cardiovascular endurance i would probably be putting it um uh, aerobic capacity you know building 20 minutes or more if that's my main focus i would not have a steep steep hill i keep it you know a very low incline or flat and i would increase the speed um so a lot of these will will double over or triple into multiple areas but think about what your main priority is and what the main focus is as far as where you want to put it in your fitness program good question good question so Michael said, eating well is good for me. Um, uh, Angie says, I need to do better with strength training with Ziva. I'm working on that. Um, Carly says, doing horrible uh, massage stretches. Yeah, <laughs> I started in all this in massage. It's like, yeah, I, I have to get better with the massage. Um, Angie says, we do a lot of flexibility, balance, and cardio, but not as much as strength. So yeah, so being able to identify this and then right now you guys are writing it down. You're writing it down. So this is making it more concrete. And we know that writing it down is going to help you in making these changes that you want to change. So go back to um, go back to our brochure, our canine fitness planning guide, and you can actually go and start drafting out your plan on where you are now and where you want to go. And if you scroll down, this is what I'm going to be doing in my Facebook group on Sunday. When you scroll down to the last page, this is where you start planning for the upcoming month, the upcoming week, the upcoming year. And I give you areas you want to focus on all of these. You want to balance program, cardio, strength, body awareness, flexibility. And then also if you do sport or work, you want sport specific training or, you know, you want specific training for the job you do with your dog. So um, Sunday at 11.30 a.m. in my Facebook group, let me pull up the name of my Facebook group again. It's Get Fit and Active with Your Dog. I'm going to be giving you examples of what I do in these different areas with my dog. And uh, if you can't make it live, just join the group. And after Sunday afternoon, it will be in the video section. You'll be able to watch the video replay. Um, so writing it down. Writing it down is really important. Let's go back to our strategies, what's going to make us successful. So let me just review. You want to be clear on your goal. What goal are you setting? Very specific. You want to be pick something that's going to be motivating, something you're that you're excited about. Know why it's important. Aim high, but start low. You know, so incremental success along the way. Write it down. And then after writing it down, now start making that action plan. Be strategic in that plan that you're doing. So now this is the this is kind of the how-to. Let's go back to Kim, um, where she said, you know, I want to lose so much weight. Your action plan now is what will you do day to day? What will you do week to week? What changes will you make so that you can lose that weight? You know, so my action plan, one of the things I started three days ago was um, my worst time is you know eating throughout the night. I, I can go all day long and barely eat, but when it's nighttime, I'm just like, it's bad. 
So I three days this week, I went from 9 p.m. at night until 9 or 10 in the morning, and I didn't eat anything. So that's one of the things, that's one of my action plans is I'm being very specific. The other action plan that I'm doing for running with Knox, I've been running him two days a week. I really want three days a week minimum. So my action plan is I'm going to find a half marathon. I'm going to give myself at least three months. I'm going to sign up for it now. And then my action plan is I'm going to be scheduling in weekly runs and I'm going to be increasing my running, my distance with my dog. So my plan is increasing my fitness and my dog's fitness. But my action plan is I'm adding a little bit more motivation by I'm actually setting the goal by picking a race that has a date. So I'm giving myself a deadline. And it's also a motivating factor because um, there, it's not just this, well, I'm just going to run more. <laughs> I have a specific goal. I have a date. And now I have something to build up to. And that's also very motivating. So that action plan is, uh, is really important. Then the next thing um, with that action plan is getting um, support. You want to have support with um, social support, mentoring, coaching, depending on whatever it is that you're focusing on. The, don't do it alone. Don't do it alone. So one of the things, if you're if you're wanting to get your dog more fit and active, and you're also wanting to get more fit and active, one of the things would be come on over and join the Facebook group that I have. We're posting weekly goals. We're going to be setting a big um, 2019 fitness goals for the upcoming year, and we're going to be um, touching in and supporting each other and setting. We're going to aim big but we're gonna set, set those incremental steps along the way and we're, we have an online community to support and motivate each other. So um, if you don't join the group or join the group and also look for other people to get support and the great thing is with the internet is you, when I started doing Canny Cross, I, there's nobody around me when I started that nobody even knew what Canny Cross was, but I found a lot of support online and I got a lot of motivation from online communities. So even if there's nobody around you physically, the great thing about the internet is you can get that support online. Um, so if you're interested in canine fitness, getting more active with your dog, and let me pull up, see if I can pull up this page here for you um, so I can show you the group. But if this is something that, uh, that interests you, I know a number of people have told me that just being in this Facebook group has motivated them to get out and do more with their dog. And um, I know for a fact, it has definitely helped me. There have been times where I was kind of like, oh, I don't feel like, you know, going out today. And I remembered that in this Facebook group, here we go. This is, um, let's see. I don't know why all my messages are showing up here. Okay, there we go. So I know that even for myself, whenever I, Whenever I go in in this group and I post in this group, um, it is it's motivated me to get out and do more. So this is the Facebook group that I'm doing. If that's one area, another thing is if you are uh, setting business goals, if you're setting business goals, this has been tremendous help for me. Is when I was doing my business and starting off, I was doing everything on my own. 
And what really, really helped me in getting motivated and setting those goals and having the vision, having the follow through and, and being able to achieve, achieve those goals was having that support and community. For me, it was, it was all, I had an online community. Um, I was a member of a mastermind community and I had, and I still have a mentor and a coach. And so whether it's fitness goals, having a coach, having a mentor, having a, a, a buddy to go out and do stuff with, having an online community, it's really important. It can help you set bigger goals and achieve those bigger goals. And on the business side, it's just as important. Having that online support, face-to-face um, -face support, having a community of people that are like-minded people, and also having those mentors along the way. So, and I'll give you uh, uh, one last example here from my own experience. This was when um, I, I always used to do running by myself and um, my motivation was g dropping. I used to do 5Ks and 10Ks and my motivation was dropping. So I joined a running club just to get motivated again. Well, what happened was I joined a running club and a whole bunch of people in the club were training for marathons. And I was like, no way, like I'm never gonna do a like 5K was like big for me. But I was surrounded by like-minded people who wanted to be active. They were they they enjoyed being outdoors, they enjoyed running, and I saw all these people running marathons and training for marathons around me. And so what happened was I, I was surrounded by these people, and next thing you know, I said, Well, let me try a 10K. I think I'm gonna try a half marathon. You know, I, I was surrounded by a like-minded community that pushed me to go bigger, and next thing you knew, I was signing up for a marathon and training for a marathon which would never have happened if I kept training by myself because the vision, I never had the vision of me being able to run a marathon. I would have never existed if I was by myself and the support and the motivation to, and how to train to successfully complete a marathon, it would not have happened if I stayed on my own. That's a, um, a fitness example. With my dog and friend string, same thing. Um, he was my first dog training in the sport and I would have never ever survived probably his, his teenage years <laughs> um, Teenage months they, they grow quickly um, I would not have survived and I would never have accomplished what I had done with him in the sport if I did not have I ended up joining a club. I had a trainer, a, a, you know a mentor a coach um, uh, multiple people that supported me, it would have never have happened. I would have never gotten to the success I had if I didn't have that support. And on the business side, it's the exact same thing. So whether it's your dogs, training, fitness, business, I, I really believe strongly. It doesn't have to be a lot of people. It could be like one mentor, a coach, a small community, but I really, really feel that that's helpful. And, um, and, and that can be the key for you being successful and reaching those goals. On the flip side, be careful. It has to be a the right community because I know people that go into some of these communities or groups or clubs and they 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 rip them apart. They're 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 not nice. They're not supportive, and and they make people feel bad. So you want it to be a community, um, a mentor, a coach, an instructor, a mastermind group that makes you feel good and feels safe in making mistakes. And they're going to be supportive and they're going to uplift you. They're not going to pull you down. That's that's really um, that's really key also. Uh, but if you can get that and get that support, 
um, you will be amazed at what you can achieve by being surrounded by um, like-minded people who push you to set those higher goals and they help support you along the way. Um, so um, Carly says, having trouble with my arthritic boy though, uh, you don't want to injure or make him sore, but he goes all out if it's not on the treadmill. Yeah, so um, here's the thing is, of course, you always wanna keep it at what's appropriate for you and your dog. And um, one thing, Carly, I don't know if this is possible for you, Carly, but my dog, that he, as he's getting older, um, swimming does amazing stuff for him. He has issues in his vertebrae, um, discs, some discs in his neck, and um, uh, the, the impact and stuff. Um, he'll limp a lot out of the blue. And I found for him, swimming's been really, really helpful. If, if you have access, I have access to an indoor pool in the winter, and then um, in the summer, I take him swimming outdoors. But um, you might wanna check and see if you have any kind of resources for that. Um, Angie said the support we get from you, uh, meaning me, thank you, Angie, especially in the mastermind is incredibly motivated. Thank you, thank you. You, you know why I find it's, um, what happened was I had so many amazing mentors. I had so many amazing coaches that helped me achieve so many wonderful things in my life that they were a role model to me. And so when I had all these amazing mentors and all these amazing coaches, and they were such an exceptional role model for me that it made me want to become like them. And so I'm just so dedicated. When, when people work with me on the fitness side, on the business side, I'm just so dedicated to it because I know what an impact it can, meet, it can make for somebody's life. And, um, and I, I've experienced it on the receiving end. And now I'm wanting to give back. Um, but when you have that experience, it's such an amazing experience. And here's one more thing is um, sometimes, sometimes it takes you a while to find the right group, the right mentor, the right teacher, the right coach. Um, it, it, it's not always the first or second or third group or, or, or you know, person that you work with and, or club that you join. So I will say this is it's not always easy. And if you're struggling, um, don't give up because your, your tribe, your people, your support group, they are out there. And sometimes, sometimes it takes a little bit of work to find them, but um, don't give up. Like I've talked to people, like people sometimes come to me and they've already worked with two, three or four different um, coaches. And some of them have had bad experiences, but they didn't give up. Um, some people, I'm the very first coach they've ever worked with, but, um, there's been times where, you know, I've, I've had to work with a couple different people or, or, you know, leave one group and go to another group because I wasn't getting the support that I needed and that I wanted. So I'm going to throw in one more time, just the link for the canine fitness planning guide in here in case you you joined us a little bit late. Um, if you're watching the video replay, I will post it at the top, um, of this video but I'll encourage you to go download the canine fitness planning guide. And right here, if you see on the screen above my head, <laughs> this is the get fit and active with your dog, my Facebook group. It's a free Facebook group, but you do have to request to join. And this is a support group. I, I do a little bit of education. I do a lot of motivation. The whole group is super supportive. We set goals together and we're gonna be setting our big fitness 2019 goals 
for the year. And um, this Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern time, I'm gonna be talking more about the Canine Fitness Planning Guide and specific things that I do with my dogs in some of those categories, um, strength, flexibility, cardio. And we are, um, I'm inviting all of you to set some, uh, to set a big goal, um, one or two big uh, fitness goals for the upcoming year. And even if you're jumping in in the middle of the year, you know, if you're watching the video replay, um, come on over and I'm gonna be talking about this. If you missed the live recording, the live show on Sunday, you just click on videos and all the video replays are available in the group. So, um, so definitely do that. And then also I had mentioned to you, let me see if I can pull this up before we wrap it up. I had mentioned to you about, let me see if I can get this up. I had mentioned to you about um, business owners and getting the business support. So I am just gonna throw in one more link for you. If you are a business, a canine professional, a canine business owner, and if you are looking to set, I'm gonna, I'm pulling this link up for you. I'm gonna put it in the little chat box area. But if you are a business owner and you're really wanting to make some big steps forward with your canine business in, in the upcoming year, um, download, I'm pasting the link right here. This is my canine business mastermind program. And that's for you canine professionals, dog trainers, business owners. If you are setting business goals, take a look at that. Um, there's an application in there. You can get a, a time to chat with me one-on-one. -on -one. It's complimentary. We meet one-on-one. -on -one. We talk about your goals, short-term and long-term goals for your business. And um, I can hopefully help point you in the right direction, either support you if your goals match areas of ways that I can help you. Um, but also if you have business goals that might not be my area of expertise, um, I might be able to send you in the right direction of where to go to get the support. So, um, so the Canine Business uh, Mastermind Program, that is for biz business owners, business-minded people, dog trainers, it could even be dog groomers or other areas in the canine profession. Download that brochure. And then if you're specifically wanting to set goals on the fitness side of things, make sure you go and you download my canine fitness planning guide and join my Facebook group, the Get Fit and Active with Your Dog. And um, those are some resources. Um, reach out to me if you have any questions and use that planning guide, um, join us over in my Facebook group and I'll be giving more ongoing support for people there. And if you have any questions, um, let me know. So I put all those links in there. Thank you, Michael. Michael's also in my, in my. Uh, there's a number of people here watching, I see you, who are in my mastermind program. So um, yeah, so I hope this was helpful. I hope you guys got some, um, you're starting to think about and get excited about making changes for the short-term and long-term upcoming months. And don't do it alone. Um, come join us. Either come over to my fitness group, get fit and active with your dog. Uh, if you want business support, take a look at my mastermind program. I do have other ways to support people on the business side. Uh, I, I have an online community. I support people. There's, there's a lot of ways for you to get support. And uh, like I said, if you reach out to me, if I, if I can't help you in a particular area, I, I'll, I'll find a way and help direct you on where to go. If it's an area that I can't help you or I don't have an answer to your questions, I will help find a way to direct you. So, oh, did you hear Bachi barking? <laughs> All right, you guys, I'm logging off. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining um, every Friday on my Northeast Canine Conditioning Facebook business page. You will find me here. 
8.30 p.m. Eastern time, catch me live. If you catch me on the replay, welcome, comment, make sure you add. I will come back and read your comments. And if any of this was helpful for you, anything that was supportive, um, eye-opening, motivating, please, please, please feel free. I encourage you to share the video replay with others um, so that we can make a more, more impact on both human and canine fitness lives. So have a great rest of the day, rest of the evening, and I will see you guys um, next Friday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time, if not sooner. Bye-bye for now.